1: Thank you very much indeed for your company. Great to uh, have you join us here at uh, Conservative Party Conference in Birmingham. We are live in the exhibition centre, rather warmer than last week's Labour Conference in Liverpool. So thank you for the heating here. Uh, No worries about the bills here, it would appear. Uh, But lots to talk about this morning as overnight we have seen the Prime Minister pledging to, well, off record ditch her, her, well, flagship policy, the 45p tax rate cut. I'm going to be talking to Sir Ian Duncan-Smith in just a couple of moments. First up, though, Ryan Sabie is deputy political editor of The Sun newspaper. And uh, you and your colleague, Harry Cole, you were among those at a bash last night, where this emerged, that actually this policy, which the prime minister was sticking by steadfastly yesterday, and indeed, you can actually see from the newspaper headlines this morning, in terms of briefings going out last night, they were going to stick by the policy 100%. Kwasi Kwarteng, the Chancellor, speaking this afternoon, was going to be absolutely standing by, talking about staying the course. Sometime around midnight last night, the Is policy it, was ditched. It seems like there was a there was there was some sort of meeting between the Chancellor and the Prime Minister where they, where they discussed this. Um, don't forget, today was the big moment for Kwasi Kwarteng, and yesterday he was saying that he was staying the course. For his economic plan, but it's now been ditched. You know, just hours before he took to That's the stage. That said, the 45p tax rate, although the one that everyone's been focused on, and the, the ditching of that policy uh, was, it, 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 you know, it, all the fury, the sound of the fury, and the criticism from a <coughs> lot of people like Michael Gove and Grant Shapps, um, both Sunak supporters, and both fired by Liz So we need to see the context of that. But all the focus has been on that, even though it's actually only two billion pounds of the tax. And plan, tax and growth plan. So, is there, an, is there an element where she can argue, quasi Quatern can argue, it's actually very minor? I think they can in terms of it only costs £2 billion, but I think it politically it's the, it's the optics and, and how it's looked for the past, past week or it's so. It's been a disaster. Exactly. At the same time, when you're thinking about cutting uh, benefits or not raising them as much as, as inflation, um, you're making cuts to the whole of Whitehall, and at the same time you're giving um, high earners uh, a tax cut. It just doesn't look good, and they had absolutely no choice. Just look at the rebellion that was on the cards, and all those MPs were talking out against it. They had no choice. Okay, brilliant. We're going to back to you throughout the show, uh, Ryan Sabe. Uh, right now, though, let's talk to a former leader of the Conservative Party. You've had some fun, fun and games in these sorts of things before. So, Ian at Duncan Smith, good morning to you. Good morning, morning. Thank dear. you for joining us so early. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, since we, we spoke to you to book me for the show, um, the policy has changed. Apparently a flagship policy. Nothing wrong with the policy. Standing firm, uh, now ditched. Has it been ditched for anything, any reason other than the fact that the Prime Minister was facing such a widespread rebellion on Tory benches, she wouldn't have actually got it through Parliament?
0: Well, we don't know what the scale of the rebellion might have been or might not have been. I mean, you've had a couple of ex-ministers wandering around the place uh, who didn't vote for her and are still rather bitter, I think, about not being in her government. Well, that, by the by, uh, is really all that we were hearing yesterday, but I suspect that's then fed a lot of other MPs who were in other people's counts. Would you have voted for it? Uh well, I would have wanted something uh, to have changed about the the process uh, around it. Look what does that mean? Well, it means essentially that the forty five pence tax cut wasn't an expected position. But it is about trying to encourage uh, businesses from abroad to invest in the UK and to come and set their headquarters up here, which is the whole point about reducing the cost of doing business in the UK.
1: To, to make sure that their top execs could be, well,
0: but they're here. pay Pays little tax. They're, they're going to be somewhere, they're going to be here, therefore spending money investing. The key thing, the argument here though has got centred on 45 pence, which is when politically that becomes a mistake. The argument is really about do you uh, take the normal orthodoxy which is almost certainly uh, going to go into recession, somehow recession is a price worth paying to get off inflation or do you take the other view which is I think the critical one. This economy doesn't need a dose of uh, uh, tightening, it needs actually to be growing and therefore you want to reduce taxes to grow the economy which increases the uh, the scale of the economy and also brings jobs, investment and better salaries to people on the ground. Those two arguments haven't yet been engaged, and so we've been stuck on the 45 pence issue, rather than t- talking about what tax reduction really brings to people on the lowest incomes as much as anything else. And that, I therefore think, is why they're probably going to ditch this now, because it's getting in the way of an but, argument.
1: But they're not ditching it because they think it's the wrong policy. They're ditching it because politically mm. it's become untenable. At one point last week, Tories at 33 points behind Labour mm. in the polls. Numerous polls putting them you know, the 17, 20 points behind. Uh, Sir John Curtis, the, the doyen of his apologists, saying <laughs> you know, this is this is this is the territory where Labour could actually win the next election. As I mean, if, a few weeks ago, if you talked about Labour winning the next election, most people, even Labour MPs, would have. Well, the biggest
0: biggest problem, Julia, is that we've just put together the biggest package of all to help people through the winter. And no one's talking about it. They're talking about the 45 We didn't spend time talking about that. That's uh, that's, uh, over 100 billion uh, pounds of money invested in people, so they don't have terrible problems in paying their bills. And it's a very big, it's arguably the biggest and most generous package in the G7.
1: And no one's been talking about it. Exactly
0: my point. So here's the problem right now. You know, hindsight's a great thing, but doing that first would have been a better thing to do, making sure the public understands what they're about to get, because it is huge, Uh, and then talk about tax and, by the way, also the supply side changes. So, so
1: right policy, wrong time, wrong place? Well,
0: if you're going to reduce the burden of taxation, which I think is right to get the economy growing, this is the point, it's not about the taxation, it's about the growth in the economy. If you want to grow the economy, then you've got to make the case as to why you're doing that, how that's going to work, and when you expect to see growth in the economy some of the business uh, forecasters are talking about growth on that basis coming back to two plus two percent mm-hmm. uh, by the early part middle of next year. Now that would be a major gain for the government and for most ordinary people and that 's the whole point it 's not just about people at the top incomes. Cutting income tax at the lower end is really important after all, labor during the course of their time didn 't have a forty five pence tax rate. I've- Uh, Until literally the last few weeks of their government.
1: No, but it's it's when there's a a cut from 45 to 40% for for top earners, and and most, most people only paying basic rate from 20 to 19, when the bigger tax cut is for the very rich who don't need it. Bearing in mind, richer people have got richer through lockdown, poorer people have got poorer. I
0: understand that. This is all the point, though, but the key point is. Not to argue about the specifics here, but to argue about growth, instead of which, because of this, we've ended okay. up on a specific, uh, which has been damaging. But to okay, the but
1: is, is the whole message here actually that um, this, was, this was incompetent, it was not thought through, it was badly briefed. Lots of people last night, there was various events with lots of Conservatives, although not as many Conservative MPs here as you might expect for a Conservative Party conference uh, with a new Prime Minister. Mm. Um, that actually, a lot of, the first thing a lot of MPs said to me was, so... What do you think, uh, in a very sort of, hmm, help me, where, where am I? Yeah. The, general, the, general, the nicest thing anyone has said is it's a bad communications issue. It's not just a communications issue, though, is it? It was, it was a bad decision.
0: Well, it, the whole point, as I said earlier on, is if you're going to do this, you need to roll the pitch. To people understand what you're trying to do. You need to... Listen to what people say about it, test it out a bit, and then decide what's doable, what's not doable in this whole process. Growth is critical. We get through the winter having spent a huge amount of money to help people, quite rightly, on their cost of living. But growth is the key to this. The question is, how do you land that as a message, and did you want to do it just before the budget?
1: Well, then she, again, she'll have sent out her ministers, Chris Philp, we're going to be speaking to you later in the show, she's uh, Secretary of the Treasury, uh, Kwasi Kwarteng, she was quite happy to throw under a bus yesterday on Laura Kunzberg's show, saying, well, this was, this was Kwasi Kwarteng's policy, not discussed it with the Cabinet. Um, she's going to list trust is going to burn through a lot of support given that we see from the likes of michael gove and uh, grant chaps as you say both ministers who former ministers who supported uh, the opposite number of issues now and who both were very unceremoniously sacked and not given new roles in this government so um it's not just a couple of bitter old mps is it there are an awful lot of ministers there are an awful lot of tories mps members who are very very worried Mm about the direction this government is going and whether or not they've, they've got a handle on things. Because to, to have no honeymoon period whatsoever and to plummet in the polls within a month of taking of the job, I mean it's only a month, is quite extraordinary.
0: Yeah, we're in extraordinary times anyway. I mean if you look around the world every single country is facing problems in their bond markets, they're facing uh, currency hits against the dollar. The Euro, look at the inflation now at the moment in the Netherlands is 17.2% I mean, that's astonishing right now. And so it all comes out of the lockdown problem, aided and abetted by the war in Ukraine. Many of us who were concerned about the lockdown position and the nature that we nearly got to four lockdowns, this has all been a major disaster for the UK, but it's also many other countries around the world. For here, we've had a prime ministerial change. And that means that whoever comes in, in her case, doesn't command at this stage over half the MPs. And there's your problem, because many of those will be angry and upset and then decisions being taken as though you command the full majority is always dangerous because you've got to consult much more when you're in a position to actually lead. But you, once you make your position, generally you should stick to it, focus and try and make sure it works.
1: I mean, couple of the other big decisions that are coming up that are going to be a very big issue, particularly concern more, more money going to people and also the services that people have, there's lots of talk about, and Liz Truss is kind of sitting on the fence but not saying either way, which suggests it is going to happen, mm. we are talking about Benefits not going up in line with inflation. So the lowest income uh, households not getting well below inflation increase. And also we are looking at um, a, a, a cut in public services. And again, we can all talk about having... Um, what is it, uh, these uh, efficiency cuts, which every prime minister who's come into office has always talked about. But realistically, we are talking about cuts to public services and real terms cuts to the incomes of the lowest people, the the, the lowest income households in this country.
0: Not necessarily. Uh, This is my view. I don't think you should go down that task, uh, that path. I thought the austerity programme brought in by uh, the then Chancellor at the time, and David Cameron, uh, went on far too long and was too deep.
1: That was when you were. I resigned, and then I
0: resigned because I just didn't believe that this is the right way to go, and to do that again would be a major mistake right now. Austerity does nothing but tighten the economy and make sure, actually, that you won't grow that was the key bit so yes getting rid of inflation is important and I think by the way lots of the figures going out there will show that inflation will peak very quickly and come back down again we look at the energy prices are falling everywhere. This is critical right now to get our balance right. So growth is absolutely critical to us because growth will help the poorest far better than anything else that we do. And you,
1: you would urge the Prime Minister and the Chancellor not to cut benefits in real terms? Don't head down an austerity package
0: that hits those on the lowest incomes. And the juxtaposition with the 45 would have been untenable. So my view is you need to get more people in work. There's 5 million people sitting outside the jobs market of working age. And we are short of people to do those jobs. We need to get... The How system, do we do that? Helping those. Well, it's to encourage people to go into work rather than sitting around first of all either on benefits or deciding to take early retirement. Incentives are important here because it's part of growing the economy. So if the target is growing the economy, austerity isn't part of that package. Yes, you need to make sure that the way government is run is not uh, – it doesn't spend too much money on that, absolutely cut down in the areas of departmental spending, but beyond that, it's growth that is the key to getting you out of this. Yes, take keep control of your finances. When it comes to benefits, they were going to due to be uprated anyway in the autumn, always looking back, of course, at what the inflation rate was previously. But again, remember that they're going to be topped up massively by the cost of living money, which is huge, over £100 billion. So let's get that balance right. Let's feed feedback into the economy to help growth and stimulate growth and not precipitatively go down an austerity package, which actually would damage more than it would help.
1: One sentence. Is there any evidence that Liz Truss is listening to people like you?
0: Well, I, I haven't spoken to her directly, but uh, this is always an easy means of talking to somebody if they're not uh, taking your calls. But uh,
1: Has she not I, taken your calls? Well, Have you I haven't t- tried to call- OK. Just, no, just to clarify. It.
0: I was being hypothetical. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, my point is that uh, I think balance in government is everything. Making sure uh, that uh, you make decisions that you've thought carefully through, understand how that works. Roll the pitch and let people know. Number one, why are you going to do something? What's the problem? Then solve the problem. Don't solve the problem before you've explained to everybody what the problem is. The breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.
1: Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from six thirty until ten. Want
0: flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer.